Blog Talk Radio. everyone. Welcome to the Ginger London Ministry Show. I am Minister Ginger London, your host uh, for this evening. So I'm excited that you are joining me um, on tonight because tonight starts the Gotta Get Myself Together radio series. And during this series, we're going to be doing 25 days of coaching and empowerment shows during the month of January to help you get yourself together so that you can prepare and position yourself to fulfill your life's calling and to reach any specific goals that you may have for this year. So I want you to start the year strong. And so we're going to spend a lot of time together for the next 25 days where you're actually going to be getting yourself together. And uh, so as we normally do, we're going to start with scripture and prayer. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about this uh, Got to Get Myself Together series and the Got to Get Myself Together challenge that is, that's actually going on in three different venues. And uh, and so we're trying to tap everybody. We know people have different learning styles and uh, people are on the go. And so I launched this uh, challenge and this series uh, three different ways. And so the scripture that we're going to start with is going to be from Joshua chapter 1, and it's going to be verse 11. This is after Moses has died and God is speaking to Joshua and giving him the leadership role and telling him to tell, what to tell the people so they can get themselves together so that they can actually go and possess the land that has been promised to them. And so in verse 11, the scripture reads, uh, pass through the camp and command the people, saying, prepare within three days. You will prepare uh, your provisions for yourselves. For within three days you will cross over this Jordan to go to into into possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. I'll read it again. Pass through the camp and command the people, saying, Prepare provision for yourselves. For within three days you will go over to cross this Jordan to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God is giving you to possess. And I want to encourage you. I want you to see the three days as the month of January, and I want you to see the land as being anything that God has promised you, whether it's your life purpose, whether it's starting a business, advancing your business, whether you're starting in ministry, if you're moving to the next level in ministry, it could be about your family relationships or any other type of relationships that you're trying to strengthen and uh, get on one accord. So whatever that is, whatever your focus is for this year, I want you to see that as the land. Let that be symbolic for the land in this scripture. So let's go to God in prayer. We're going to get right into it. I'll give you some more information on uh, the God to Get Myself Together series, and then we'll get right into the teaching for tonight. 
Father, we thank you on this evening. We bless your name, O oh God. Father, we know your ways are not our ways. Your thoughts are not our thoughts. But, Father, we humbly submit ourselves to you so that we can take on the mind of Christ, which was to do your will. We submit to you. We can make a commitment and a confession that we want to do your will for our lives. As we get ourselves together for this year, help us to be confident that you have begun a good work in us, Lord God, to be strong, to be of good courage, to not faint uh, and to get weary in well-doing but to press toward the mark of the high calling, which you have called us to by the power of Christ that works on the inside of us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. So again, welcome to the Got to Get, Got to Get Myself Together uh, radio series. And uh, as I said, this challenge has been launched in three different venues, three different ways. And that was done so that I could reach everybody uh, possible and try to um, get it set up so that – I know people have different learning styles. And so uh, the first way that it was launched, it was launched December 18th, and that's the full version of the Got to Get Myself Together Challenge. And that uh, was launched um, where you have to sign up for it. It's a private um, uh, or a closed, I should say, Facebook group where uh, we do something every day. And in that group, we actually, I actually post worksheets, uh, um, articles, and every day there's an assignment to do that help us uh, get closer to getting ourselves together before uh, January 31st or as much as possible. And so the full challenge is a 45-day challenge, 45 days challenge. It started December the 18th. It's going to go uh, run through December, uh, January 31st. And so, and the, and the purpose of that uh, particular challenge is going to be a little bit more detailed than um, the, the radio series. You know, if you, uh, Ever wanted, if you felt like at the top of this year or the end of last year that you had some unfinished business uh, for the year that you needed to get, uh, needed to take care of, what, I, what we're going to do is teach you how to reprioritize your goals. And so instead of giving them up because you didn't get them all done in, in uh, the previous year, we're going to now show you how to prioritize them to take care of them at the top of this year, or at least have them at the top of the list to get done. If you want to be a better person, if you want to accomplish something worthwhile in your life, if you want to be more uh, than you are right now. If you you know, uh, if you want to have a success beyond your current uh, surroundings or situation, you know, then this is the challenge for you. Because in this challenge, I got to get myself to uh, get a challenge. It's intentional. So the challenge has been designed um, on purpose. So it's intentional. It's going to be intense and it's intentional. Okay, it's to push you. It's to get you to the place where you aim high where you achieve uh, that impossible dream or what you thought was impossible, and you become that spiritual diamond that God wants you to be. So in that full challenge, what they're learning uh, in the challenge is how to identify what's important to them in their lives. Uh, We did life goals and passions. Uh, They're learning how to use goal-setting activities uh, to um, and the appropriate language to articulate what they want in life. We did a work. Uh, we did an exercise where we had to list the 10 passions, and we had to describe them, put words to them. Uh, we, uh, they're going to learn, uh, or they're learning um, um, how to motivate themselves uh, to reach their goals. We did a let a man examine himself. You, they're uh, they're going to learn uh, as we go on how to deal with setbacks, how to develop. Uh, we did the, the success mindset. They learned about going into their thoughts and dealing with any thoughts that's hindering them from actually getting together or moving forward or being as successful as God intends uh, uh, for them to be. We did comfort zone stretching. I love that one. We did an exercise in a, um, 
uh, an assignment on comfort zone stretching where you have to uh, to actually set goals that will stretch you outside of your comfort zone. You know, so if your comfort zone is uh, I stay right here because I know how to do this, but I have a desire to do something else, then you have uh, they have to come up with a goal that will cause that would make them launch out into the deep. Come out your comfort zone because if you want to catch a great harvest, you have to have somewhere else that you're aiming to let your nets down. You know, in the Bible, when Jesus was, um, they were on the boat and they had been, or they had been fishing and they weren't catching much, and Jesus was out on the, um, uh, came up and he said, "Listen, let your nets down." So we've been fishing there all the time, and you know we didn't catch anything, and you know we've already done that. And he said, "Go out into the deep and let your nets down." And when they when they did that. They, when they lifted their nest, it was the nests were overflowing with fish, and so that's what the comfort zone stretch, uh, comfort zone stretching goals did. It put you to, it put them in a place where they could actually launch out into the deep and let their nets down for a catch. And so and then we did the we did the uh, mental stimulus goals where you have to challenge yourself if you want to go get your if you want to go to another level or get yourself together this year you have to increase your knowledge you have to train your brain if you will you have to put yourself in a position where new knowledge is in front of you so that you can go to new levels and I posted in the Facebook group today one of the things that I discovered uh, about myself. Uh, was that I was trying to go to a different level, a different level with some old information or with old knowledge. So in order for me to go really to the level that I desire to go to, I will have to uh, make an investment in uh, increasing my knowledge for the level that I want to go to. The, the old knowledge that I have is nothing wrong with that. It's good. It has me right where I, I was supposed to be. But if I'm going into the deep, if I'm launching, if I'm launching to a new level, I have to train my mind to take on a, a new level, uh, new level thinking. I have to train my vision to see a, 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 a to see a new level thing, things on another level. I have to train my hearing to hear things, uh, hear for opportunities, to hear for uh, advancement. Everything has to be. Uh, train to stretch and go to a new level. So in order to do that, as I posted in the um, Facebook challenge group, I have to get rid, uh, get rid of some materials and resources that help me to get to where I am now to make room for the new level knowledge that I need uh, to to get me to the next place that I'm supposed to be. Because as long as it's in front of me, I'm going to my comfort zone is this. I will venture back to the old to the old materials. I'll venture back to the books that I read previously. Now, I'm not going to get rid of everything, but um, those things that I could pass on to someone else so that they can come to another level, then I'll pass those things on. Those things that are gold mine nuggets, I'll hold on to because that means that information can go to whatever level I want to go um want to go on. And so uh, I learned that in the uh, the mental stimulus goals that I have some uh, some things that I was clinging to that was keeping me uh, mentally in the same place, but I had a desire to go to another level and I couldn't really get to where I want to go because my mind was still in the comfort of the last book I read or the comfort of the last class that I took or the comfort of the last seminar I went to or the last uh, mentoring uh, conversation I had with my mentor. Or, you know, so I, Now I have to, to elevate my um, self and my thinking uh, to actually push myself to go uh, to a different level. And so that's what's going on in the Facebook group. Here, uh, the, the second place that this um, 
challenge was launched was on Word on my blog on WordPress on my WordPress blog, and it's not 45 days, but it's 31 days. And it really started at the beginning of this month, and I'm actually in a 31-day blog challenge. And so I decided for that 31-day blog challenge was to actually continue doing what I'm doing. And so it's 31 days uh, of getting yourself together, blog blogging. And so every day there's going to be articles out there uh, on my WordPress blog that actually will deal with how to get yourself together. You know, it'll be some articles that are not going to be in the Facebook group and some article, uh, some topics that will not be discussed here. And the reason I did the blog, the 31-day challenge in the blog, is because some people like to read, and that's how they learn. They learn from reading. And so I put the articles out there. And so every day uh, there will be a new article post on the blog, and the blog will automatically um, – post it to uh, the Facebook page, and um, and so if you're on Facebook and you're a friend of mine, you can go to my page, and every day you're going to see um, an article from the WordPress. That, so that's going to be the 31 days of getting myself together blog posts, and those are going to be articles and, uh, th- uh, articles and exercises uh, that will help you get yourself together. There are a few that are out there now that are from the Facebook group, but as we go on, there's going to be some unique things placed out there that's not going to be in the Facebook group. And then the third way that it's launched is here, right here on the Ginger London Ministry Radio Show. So it's going to be 25 days challenging with the radio show. And on the radio show, I'm going to do uh, special teachings, and I'll give assignments, and um, if I can find a way to post worksheets. If not, I have to put them on the website and send you back to the website so that you can get the um, – the uh, the worksheet, but here on the 25 day journey here on the radio show, I'll talk about identifying what's important to you, some life goals and passions. I'll talk about I'll talk to you about enjoy being yourself, uh, the right mental attitude. I'm give you nine focused wisdom principles. These are some of the topics: how to find your passion, you know, how to learn learning how to deal with setbacks and. You know, those, it'll be a little similar to the full challenge, but not exactly the same information uh, for the full challenge. So that's what these uh, radio shows are about. And so let's get right into uh, tonight's show, which is actually the premiere show. And it's really going to be about learning how to identify what's important to you. And I'm going to start with talking to you about yourself. And in order for you to to uh, learn how to identify what's important to you, you first have to get to a place of knowing who you are and you have to love who you are. You know, sometimes we can't present, uh, progress in life because we have negative thoughts about ourselves or we have negative, mind, uh, again, same thing, mindsets about ourselves or we have some takes that are being played over and over again because in our past people have said different things to us, negative things and things that have stunted our growth spiritually, stunt, uh, stunted our growth professionally, you know, and even uh, just in the natural, just in relational ways, you know, people have said things that have caused us to, to be hindered uh, in our progression in life. And so we don't necessarily uh, uh, move forward because we try to bypass of what we think about ourselves and we try to get into the mechanics of starting a business, getting in ministry, progressing on my job, you know, in my career, and we focus on the mechanics of things and we don't focus on the, the actual um, person. And so tonight I want to challenge you if you're going to get yourself together, you first have to start with you. Your entire being has to be invested into getting yourself together. You can't get your money right and your mind is, wrong, is messed up. You can't have your mindset right and then your money's messed up. You know, you can't be physically um, 
empowered or in shape, good health, eating right, and then you have a your mindset. You have a different mindset about success, about uh, money, about ministry, about people. You know, you can't have negative thoughts about yourself, negative thoughts about others, and think that you have yourself together. Because the Bible says, "As a man thinketh in his heart," which is synonymous with mind. So is he. So whatever is going on within you is going to manifest itself through uh, your, your conversation. It's going to manifest itself in your mindset, what you think about certain things. It's going to manifest in your hearing. People will say one thing, but you'll hear it differently. It will manifest itself in the, way that, uh, in the works that you do, what you put your hands to. What, what manifests in your life is going to be a result of what you think about life. So if you really want to get yourself together, I want to encourage you and challenge you to reframe your mindset, if you need to, about um, uh, in reference to how you think about yourself. You know, are you happy with who you are? Are you? Can you honestly look in the mirror and say, "I'm happy with being me. I love uh, who I am. I love who God has created me to be." You know, that doesn't mean that you're perfect and without uh, faults or blemishes or uh, shortcomings. That's not what that means. What it means is. Overall, when I look at myself, I'm happy with who I am, you know, and I'm open and I'm available uh, avail, and I avail myself to any necessary changes that need to be made in my life. Not the negative things you say about me and the negative perception you may have about me, but I'm open and available to the things that God is showing me that needs to change in my life. Because sometimes people tell us that things, tell, will tell us about things that need to change and it's not necessarily um, accurate. Sometimes they're standing out of their own uh, personal shortcomings and their own negative thoughts about themselves or what they think about other about human beings. I mean, you know, so you have to put yourself in a position where you're hearing from God. And that was one of the lessons in the uh, full uh, challenge was hearing from God. You have to uh, uh, really train your ear and your spirit to hear from God. And you do that by getting into the word daily. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so when you talk about getting yourself together, the first thing you have to do is all, every, the first thing is about self-discovery. You must discover who you are. What are your gifts? What are your abilities? What are your talents? What are your desires, your passions? What do you, what do you have an interest in? You know, what is, and not just that, but who are you? You know, who am I? What uh, have I discovered? What can I discover about myself that will help shape and frame my mindset? about who I am. Uh, in the full challenge, as, um, I was doing the, um, as I'm doing the challenge with them, and we were doing the life goals and, uh, and passions, uh, one of the things that I learned about myself is, is I have a tendency to become enmeshed in other people's things and other events and their lives and their problems and all that. But I don't apply the same um, involvement into my own self at times. You know, I don't have any, uh, uh, I don't think I'm any less than anybody else. I just overextend uh, myself. And so when I get to the place of needing to do something for me or needing to resolve issues in uh, certain issues or crisis situations or problems or just things that come up, I'm usually exhausted. And I honestly look for other people to help me to do it, and it doesn't always work out. And I'm doing that because I, in my mind I was thinking, well, I've helped so many other people, then surely somebody is going to come along and um, uh, put in, and jump in here and help me uh, get all this straight, and it doesn't always happen. And so what I've learned about self-discovery is I have to first apply all of my strength to who I am first. 
because that's what fortifies me. That's what gives me the strength I need to help others. That's what it, that is what empowers me. I have to nurture myself first. I have to grow within myself first before I can reach out really to extend myself for others to grow. I have to make sure that I am an organism on the inside, meaning that there is a place on the inside of me where this growth is always occurring. And so I have to see myself as, uh, as someone who is important enough for me to t- set aside some time just for me. So I focus on um, grow, uh, developing myself. I focus on resting. I focus on empowerment. I focus on relaxing. Whatever it is that I need to position myself to become the person that God wants me to be every day, every week, every month, every year. So some, at this point right here for the next, until January 31st, the focus is going to be on me, except for with you guys and the challenge. But, I mean, so far as extending myself, I'm not going to do that until we get through this got to get myself together challenge. So you may find yourself in a similar situation where you need to focus your attention on specific areas of your personal life meaning who you are personally, that you need to focus on or put your attention, give, your, give it some attention to, to develop those areas of your life, of your life. And so you have to be able to do that, and, uh, and part of that means that you have to really learn to love yourself. You have to, you have to really think about, you know, uh, in order for me to love myself, I have to really kind of like romance myself. You know, I have to do things for myself. So this is a month that I'm going to do something for myself. You know, so if, it's, if it means uh, treating myself uh, to, a, uh, to something special, I'm going to do that. If it means taking myself out to a nice restaurant, I'm going to do that. If it means just um, indulging myself in something that I like doing that is not going to harm me uh, uh, or get me off track, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, become passionate about who I am and who God wants me to be, and that's how I'm going to get myself together so far as loving myself. You know, I'm going to explore my existing beliefs. What do I actually believe? Because your beliefs are the core of your being. What are your existing beliefs? Are there anything in your belief system that needs to be done away with that you need to actually, you know, wash out? Do you have any limiting messages that are rallying around in your head, you know, that you may be unsure about or or this – uh, they're keeping you from progressing in life. You know, you got to get your belief system right. You got to uh, give yourself, you know, uh, 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 a test sometimes. You know, and you got to prompt yourself. You know, you know. At one time, I was believing this. Is this still true? You have to question yourself. You know, uh, about what you believe because your belief system is the core of your being. You, it's the reference point by which you judge all things. It's the part of your if your decision-making process. So if you even making a decision about getting yourself together, it's going to come from your core belief system. It's going to come from what you actually believe. So you want to actually uh, take a look at your belief system and question yourself and ask yourself, uh, you know, different areas of, of life. Question yourself, you know, what do I believe about God? Is what I believe true? Is that, Do I still believe it to be true? What do I believe about the Holy Spirit? What do I believe about Jesus Christ? Then move it on to what do I believe about myself in the eyes of God? Do I really believe what the Word of God says about me? You know, uh, what do I believe about uh, myself in the natural? You know, am I, a cre- uh, am I intelligent? Am I capable of progressing, uh, progressing in life? Am I capable of... Uh, uh, Adva- advancing in my career? Am I capable of being better uh, 
at certain things. So what is it that I believe about myself? What do I believe about people? You know, or do I think I'm an island? You know, so what is my what are my beliefs about people? And whatever my beliefs are, are they still true? You know, or do I need to modify them? Or do I need to do away with that? And and I get into the word and 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 come up with something other than what I believe. Is it coming from hurts and uh, are my beliefs coming from hurts and pains that have been that have not been healed, that have not been resolved? You know, issues in my life from childhood, issues from my teenage years, issues from uh, 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 relationships, romantic relationships that I've been involved with, and it just didn't work out, and now I'm a little bitter and sour. Where are my where are my beliefs coming from, and do I need to modify them? So you have to renew your mind. In this getting myself together process, you know, it has to function in accordance to uh, your belief system. So if your belief system is a little faulty, you got to change your belief system, align it to the word of God, and then you have to renew your mind. You have to get your mind in place where it believes what your belief system is because your belief system is the most potent impact um, in your life. And your mind is the most important impact on your belief system. So if you get your thoughts right, your belief system will line up. So as a man thinketh, so is he. So whatever it is that you think about the word of God, that's what you're going to believe about the word of God. What you think about people, that's what you're going to believe about people. What you think about yourself, that's what you're going to believe about yourself. So if you think you're nothing, if you think you're less than, you think you're not capable, if you think there's no hope for you, that's what you, if you keep uh, telling yourself that and keep thinking that, that is what you're going to believe. And eventually your lifestyle will uh, manifest that belief, and you will not take care of yourself. You will not advance yourself. When people pay you a compliment, you will, you will, you will uh, sabotage the compliment. When someone tries to offer you uh, a, a promotion on your job, you will sabotage that, that offer. When there's an opportunity for you to start a ministry or start a business, you will sabotage it because of what you believe about yourself. So your belief system controls your life. So if you have... Uh, some deep-seated beliefs uh, about your life, about who you are, uh, what is possible for you, that's what's going to actually control you. And so if they need to be changed, this is the season where you change them. You don't want to cross over trying to go into a new level, go to a new year, to new heights with a belief system that sabotages where you want to go. All right, so you have to change that. And there are some things that, are, that really influence your belief system. And we all have heard this before, but it really is true. Uh, number one is the environment. And so, uh, of course, when we were younger and we were growing up, it's that childhood environment. But even as an adult, the environment that you place yourself in has a lot to do with your belief system. You could start off with a great, magnificent powerful, strong belief system, but when you place your being in the wrong environment, if you're not careful, everything will change. You will begin to take on the beliefs of that environment that you're in. You may have thought highly of yourself two months ago, but because the, for the last three months you've been in the wrong environment, all that changed because that environment is going to influence what you think. So the environment is important. If you have friends around you who are not going anywhere, don't want to go anywhere, if you have people around you who every time you talk about your dreams, your visions, and your goals, they find, uh, they find a way to sabotage it or change the subject or they say directly to you, you'll never be able to do that. That's not for you. That's for somebody else. Girl, you'll never accomplish that. God, man, that's not for you. If you're around these kind of people, if this is the environment that you're in, the more you share, the more they sabotage, the more you share, the more they knock down, you will not do anything with your life but sit there. So the environment has an influence 
all right, around you. Also, credible people, and it goes back to the environment. But credible people are important. And I said this in the uh, the challenge uh, Facebook group is that you need a, an accountability partner, and you need people around you who will encourage you, who are going to support you, who are going to say you can do this. This is what you can do, and who are actually going to be there to give you information that you need, point you in the right direction of resources, even if it's just a book. If you, you may need to uh, read a book on, you know, uh, uh, healing your damaged emotions, or you may need to read a book on learning to forgive. You need someone credible in your life so that when they recommend something to you, you won't think a second time about doing it. You will do it automatically. You will buy that book. You trust them. Whatever they say to you, you know that it's for your best interest. You need credible people. Credible people influence your belief system. Also, um, uh, repetitious information. So, again, remember I said faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. You have to constantly, every day, feed your mind and your spirit with the word of God. There's so many ways that you can do that today. You can listen to an audio. I, I, I encourage people to spend at least two hours a day listening to, uh, into the word of God. You can either read it or you can hear it or you can watch it. You know, you can listen to um, an audio CD. For, uh, it could be a sermon. It could be an actual uh, teaching of some kind. You can you can turn it, tune into uh, the uh, Christian networks. If somebody is always on with their television ministry teaching, you know, and people that you that you trust, Bishop T D. Jakes, Benny Hinn, Joyce Myers, you know, uh, uh, other people that are in ministry that you uh, that we listen to, Bishop Ivy Hillier, Bishop Paul Morton, or that you could tune into television now and you could watch it if you're at home and you are uh, have some time, you put it on, get your notepad out, and as they're preaching that sermon or as they're teaching that lesson, take notes, follow them in the scripture. But you need to get some information in your spirit repeatedly. Okay, so not just the word of God. If you say that you're trying to um, improve in the area of forgive, uh, forgiving and you want to learn how to forgive uh, more and forgive uh, more easily than you forgive, then you need to find some uh, some things that you can read over and over, little pamphlets on forgiveness, little small booklets, and read that same one over and over again until it gets into your spirit and it changes the way you think, how you feel, and how you act. And then also uh, life experiences. Will it, it helps um, will influence your belief system, and you have to be careful with that because the uh, you know if you have a, a um, an array of disappointing life experiences, you really have to be girded with the Word of God because you can have one bad experience after the other, and if the Word of God is not your foundation, those those bad experiences will change your belief system, and you'll start thinking. Uh, you know, you'll start having negative thoughts, you know, oh, you can't trust anybody out here. People just offer what they can get. You know, you can, you can, there are no real friends out here, you know, and you'll start saying negative things because you've had negative experiences. And I always say there are way too many people in the earth for us to take one, two, three, five experiences and try to make a general principle out of five people that we know. Okay, so it could mean that you need to change the type of people that you associate with or who you let into the inner courts of your life, you know. So your life experiences can shape or influence, uh, if you will, your um, 
uh, your belief system. So when you're getting yourself together, make sure your belief system is right. There, there are some factors that you have to include or uh, in your belief system. You got to make sure that you know uh, your decision making is centered around your belief system. Don't make decisions in your life this year that that are not influenced by your your belief system. And don't make any decisions if your belief system needs to be improved. Don't make any decisions until the improvement occurs, you know, until renovations have been done, if you will, in your belief system, until your mindset has been renewed. Don't make any major decisions on faulty beliefs because it's just it's too much. You have to you compound the, uh, the issue. Now you got to go back um, and try to clean up that bad decision that you made or, uh, from a bad belief system. So if you are uh, renewing your mind and changing your belief system, um, don't make any major decisions unless it's something and uh, immediately that needs to be done. And then you get somebody to help you in the decision-making process. But, uh, but if it's not urgent or a crisis situation, take your time and just don't make any decisions until you've renewed your mind, until your spirit has been fed, the word of God and accurate information. All right? You know, um, also, um, you know, you want to make sure that your perception is defined by your belief system. How do you see uh, yourself? How do you see the world? How do you see people? You know, so all of this has to occur in your life when you're getting yourself um, together. And then also the factor is your personal awareness. You know, everything comes back to who you are. Comes back to who you are. You can't function on your job correctly unless you know who you are. You can fake it till you make it if you want to, but at some point, um, the faking it till you're making it, it's going to end. You know, you're not going to be able to fake it 365 days a year. Something's going to surface. It's going to be the real you, or that will be the you at that time. Because faulty beliefs and ir- um, erroneous thoughts are not the real you. That's not the you God created you to be. All right, so you have to be able to get that out uh, um, of of your mind. All right, so also a part of that is when you talk about change, when you're talking about getting yourself together, it means that you have to change. And change, the definition of change is a purposeful effort that is sustained and assisted by divine help. You can't do this by yourself. You have to get the help of the Holy Spirit in order to change. All right. So when you when you talk about it, it's your responsibility to bring yourself to a place of change. It requires knowledge and it requires honesty. Everything comes back to who you are. Comes back to the core of your being. Comes back to your uh, belief system. You know, it, it it is on purpose and it's by design when you change. So when we're going through this, um, got to get myself together challenge or the radio series or the blog uh, post, it's all intentional. And it's intense, but it's intentional. You're going to have to push yourself to do the exercises, to do the assignments. You're really going to have to com- make a commitment that you need to change in order to get um, yourself together. It requires more than you just somebody giving you information, you know, so you can go to the next level. It requires your entire being, involved, your entire being, your person being involved in the process of getting yourself together, all right, all right? And so uh, you have to have positive confessions in your life. Uh, if you're going to change, you have to have um, uh, 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 
uh, the right the the word of God or the right understanding I should say of the word of God and and the reasons there's some reasons why you need to change and get yourself together because um, change provides a natural example to others if you say that you want to go to the next level or you want to be a better person then change has to occur and when that change occurs in your life you become an example to others that change can occur and that um, you know you are you now become that uh, living epistle that the scriptures talk about for all men to read uh, and to and uh, uh, to get to know. And so you want that to happen in your life, all right? It's 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 the fulfillment uh, of your purpose. You know, all of us are going to evolve and grow every day, every season of life, if you will. And so we need to be changing all the time. Not every 24 hours, but every season of life, there needs to be um, a change that occurs. And God can show you what your seasons of life are. That means every time God wants to take you to a new light, new level, a new height, that's a season of life. You have, there has to be some change that occurs. And change is not always bad. It's just something that you need to do for the next level in your life. All right? And so... When you talk about getting yourself together and loving yourself and uh, uh, learning uh, more about yourself, then that comes, the part of that is making sure that your belief system is, uh, is correct and that um, you know who you are. That's the most important thing, knowing who you are. Now, when you talk about knowing who you are and getting yourself together, what is it that you're trying to get together? Okay, um, a lot of people say, I want to get myself together this year. I'm going to do it right this year. I'm going to get focused. I'm going to uh, uh, do what I said I was going to do. You know, I'm going to really do it this year. I'm going to start that business. I'm going to get in. I'm going to be more dedicated to ministry. I'm going to be more dedicated to my family. I'm going to make sure that I spend more time with my children, you know, my wife, my husband. I'm going to really uh, 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 build some good, strong friendships. Uh, with other people, I'm going to do better on my job, you know, I'm going to do better in business. We say a lot of things when we talk about getting ourselves together, you know. And so the question is, do you actually believe what you're saying? When you say, I want to get myself together, do you actually believe that you want to get yourself together? Because if you believe it, then you can do it. So because you have the power to change what you believe. You know, and so when you when you think about that, when you, the question I want to ask you is, do you have the power to change your beliefs? And it all comes back to what do you believe? When I'm getting myself together, when I make that statement, do I believe that I can get myself together? Do I believe that I can make the necessary changes to go, to do whatever it is that I want to do, to reach my goals, to attain my goals, to achieve uh, my goals, to do um, to do it bigger this year in whatever uh, area of life that I'm talking about doing it bigger in. Do I believe that I, do I actually believe that I can actually make the change? What are my desires, you know, um, that I have that I can actually, uh, that I want to uh, get together? What are those desires that I have? You know, a lot of times we say I want to get myself together and then we don't have anything that we actually pinpoint. We don't say exactly what it is that I want to get together. So what are my desires? What are my goals? And that's one of the um, things that we did in the uh, full challenges. We talked about our life goals and we talked about passions. And so when we talked about the life goals, when you think about you know, what, it, what are your life goals? One of the, the assignment was to uncover 30, you know, write down 30 life goals, you know. And these, um, uh, when you write down these goals, you really want to activate your imagination, you know. So you don't really want to think 
uh, too long when you're writing these life goals and coming up with the 30 life goals. You really just want to say, hey, I want to go to Alaska one day. I want to take a cruise. I want to uh, start a lucrative business. I want my, uh, I want uh, to spend uh, weekends with my children. I want, uh, uh, I want to um, uh, go as high as I can. Uh, in my career, I want to bungee jump. I want to uh, fly a plane. You know, whatever it is. So, um, when you think when you when you think about writing these thirty goals, don't overthink it. Just write down things that you have thought about doing in your lifetime. You know, whether you've done them or not, you want to write them down and say, you know, I want to do this. I literally want to go. You know, I want to go to the Bahamas. I want to go to Jamaica. I want to go to Rome, Italy. You know, whatever it is that you want to do. You know, write it down, and you're going to write those goals down, and then you'll come back later, and you will assess them and look at them and narrow them down. But take out a sheet of paper for over the next couple of days and write down 30 goals, 30 life goals. And we did that in the challenge, so if you're hearing it for the first time, you want to write down those 30 goals. You know, divide them up. We did um, 10 per day, and so you want to do that. And when you talk about your passion passion. What am I passionate about? Then when you talk about passion, you're going to go back and you're going to take out of that 30, you're going to come up with the 10 things that you're absolutely passionate about. And these are going to be the things that you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you really want to do. So it's not just, you know, a thought of, you know, uh, an, um, what do you call it, a, a fantasy thought, but it's actually 10 things that you know you must do, you really want to do, you know, you have to do these things. These are a must. Those are going to be your passion goals, passion goals, and things that you are passionate about. And so, uh, you know, so I want you to, uh, to, to do that, write that down, and think about those. And, um, and what are your desires? When you think about desires, when you're coming up with these um, goals, think about what, what, what your desires are, you know. And it's something that, um, that really is tugging at you in your spirit, you know, uh, you just have a, a, like a, a pulling toward that uh, that particular thing to do or to go to see whatever it can, you know, I have a desire to do such and such. I have a desire to be such and such. I have a desire to be a ministry. I have a desire to be an entrepreneur, a business owner. I have a desire to be um, a supervisor on my job or I have a desire to be uh, a CEO or a CEO. Uh, uh, or whatever else, whatever it could possibly be, what are your desires? You know, your desires are always uh, are motivating. You know, if if you let them take their course in your life, there will always be motivating factors in your life. There will be things that will push you to do something. And so it's the same thing as passion. You know, your passion will push you. Your passion will give you uh, the, the, uh, the oomph, if you will, or the, the fortitude, uh, the momentum, the motivation to actually do uh, what that passion is or to pursue it. So if you're passionate about working with young people because you have that passion, that passion will push you to do, come up with an idea, come up with a program, come up with um, something that they can do, an event for young people or whatever the case may be. If you are passionate about singles, or uh, you'll come up with something. You'll come, all kind of ideas will generate in your head, you know, that you can do for singles. You know, that will help them, motivate them. You know, uh, if you have a, a passion for being in business, guess what? With, when you start really letting your creative juices flow, all type of business ideas will come into your spirit, you know, and you'll be able to say, wow, wow, I could do that. I, or, you know, if you have a, a, 
uh, a passion for being a better person, then your passion will push you to or draw you to those things that will help you to become that better person. If it means taking a class, you will take it. If it means reading a book, you'll read it. If it means talking to someone, going to counseling, going to therapy, talking to a life coach, and whatever it is, you, you, if you're passionate about change, you will actually do it. You will carry that out. So your passions, your desires will actually motivate you, all right? Um, the, the, your desire is, will actually cause you to pursue something, you know? So you have, if, you, if, you, if you have no desire for it, you're not going to pursue it, okay? I don't, like, I, I don't have a desire to play basketball, so I'm not going to pursue basketball, you know? I don't have a desire to, uh, to do uh, certain things, so I'm not going to pursue it. But if I have a desire... To increase my learning, as I said earlier, I feel like, you know, one of the things that I need to do is to actually get some new information in. So if I have a desire to increase my learning, then actually what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to pursue that. Go see what resources are available now, what's out there on the market now that I can buy, that I, what um, a class or something that I can take that will help me to increase my learning or bring my learning to another level or my knowledge rather to another level. I'm going to pursue that. If you have a, a desire to be in business, you're going to pursue that. You're going to find out what you need to do, what steps you need to take. Uh, you have to, you know, you're going to have pursue somebody to help you to get started uh, and those kinds of things. And so your desire is actually um, uh, is the the way you can determine that you have a desire for something is what is what are you willing to pursue. And sometimes we get off track and we pursue things that we have no desire for because sometimes you know it could be you know. Um, uh, something that's real popular right now, you know, or people are talking, uh, talking a whole lot about a particular thing, and so we say, oh, I'm going to go check it out. And then you go spend all of your energy on checking out something that you have no desire for. And then you, you get angry or mad at yourself because you exhausted a lot of energy into pursuing something that you have no desire for. So you have to begin to uh, uh, discipline uh, your, um, uh, I'm going to say, your uh, energies, if you will, or your momentum, you know, to make sure you discipline them that you don't go into a territory that you are not assigned to. So don't pursue something that you have no desire for because it's going to exhaust your energy. And then when the opportunity avails itself for you to pursue what you do have a desire for, you'll be burned out or you'll be exhausted and you won't pursue it um, as, you, as you should. Okay. And so uh, another thing is that um, your passion is uh, your what you are passionate about, or what you desire, uh, um, will give you a willingness to reach for it. And it's the same thing as pursuit, but you'll go a little bit further than pursuing it. Uh, pursuing it, you will actually reach for it. You'll actually take those steps that will put you in a place where you can reach out and touch it. You know where it actually could take it and possess it. So that's what desire does, and that's what passion does for you. You will cause you to go after that goal, and you will be able to attain it. You will, we will achieve that goal. You will put some, as, um, as I stated in the uh, in the, uh, the the full challenge, the, the Facebook group, is that you'll put the rubber to the road. And so when you actually uh, have a burning desire, like fire shut up in your bones, you will actually get out there, and you will actually do whatever it takes until you put your hands on it. You will know that you have achieved that goal when whatever that goal is is sitting right in front of you and you're looking at it. You know, when you got proof that you did it, that it actually manifested, that's when you will know. But that passion and that desire for that particular goal, that dream, um, uh, that vision that you have, uh, that desire, when you, when you actually 
let, allow your desires to push you to reach for it, then when you reach for it, you will take the necessary steps to actually put your hands on it and pursue it. I mean, uh, put your hands on it and lock it into place so that you will know, I got this. I achieved this. This is mine. I don't care if it's a college degree. I don't care if it's a PhD. I don't, you know, it could be just a certificate type thing. Well, you could put your hands on it and say, here it is right here. I'll actually reach for it, and I got it. You know, I actually made it happen. And so that's what that's what desires will do for you. That's what uh, a pursuit, uh, a pursuing the desires, uh, will actually uh, do for you. So when you talk about pursuing something, um, as I said, you don't want to get off track. You don't want to pursue something that's not assigned to you, that's not for you, just because it looks good. You know, if you want to do something that doesn't take purpose. Go to the movies. But when it comes to getting your life together and uh, getting things in order, you want to make sure that everything that you do this year is aligned with purpose. You want to live uh, purposefully, uh, uh, period. You want your life purpose to be your priority, period. It has to be um, one of your top priorities. If you're gonna, if you're gonna get yourself together, you need to have something in front of you that you're actually getting together. And that is going to be your life's calling or your life's purpose. That's the only thing that you need to be striving for. If anything outside of that is could be pleasurable, it could be uh, something that you do uh, for the moment, uh, but it's not it's not going to be uh, fulfilling. And you want your life to be one uh, that is fulfilling. And in order to do that. You have to make sure that what you are pursuing is your life's purpose. You get yourself together, it needs to be around um, your life's purpose. It's purpose. Your life's purpose has to be one of your uh, uh, what do you, uh, top priorities. Is There's no ifs, ands, or buts about that. You know, a lot of people are, um, every year at the top of the year, they're trying to discover or figure out what their life's purpose is. They do it every year. Every year they find themselves in the same spot. What is my life purpose? And every year at the end of the year, it's the same conclusion. They don't know because they didn't apply themselves uh, to knowing. And so you have to uh, pursue your life's purpose. And so how do you determine what your life purpose is? You know, uh, for most of us, especially in the body of Christ, it's according to God's will for our lives. But you still don't know it just because you got saved. And that's a leadership's role, is that we're supposed to help you uh, to become matured in the word of God and in the things of God and for the works of ministry so that you will know what is his calling on your life and what is his assignment is on your life. Uh, and there are so many ways that you can actually um, uh, determine that. And you can do it uh, through um, uh, some uh, uh inventories or, if you will, some questionnaires that you can take, even in the Christian or uh, in the body of Christ. There are some spiritual gifts tests and, and all those kinds of things that you can take so that you can know uh, what your uh, – can de- kind of determine or at least narrow it down a little bit what your um, life's uh, purpose is. You know, your life's purpose really is what comes down to what has God assigned you to do. What has he called you to do in, with your life? What is, what, is, what is that? And once you discover that, then you have to make sure that once you understand what that is, that is worthy of your time. My God-given calling is worthy of my time. You know, it could, it could be easy. It could easily, you can easily become sidetracked. 
and get off purposes. Like I said, not find yourself fulfilled, you know, but you have to remember to bring yourself back into focus of what it is, whatever your life's calling is. You have to uh, surround yourself with people that support you and respect your calling and your dreams. You have to make sure your environment is supportive of that. Uh, you really do have to do this. You know, what What are your dreams? You know, what is it that you um, want to make become a reality? You know, what is it that you think that God is saying for you to do and that you're adamant about? You must do this. If I don't do this, you know, um, then I'm, I'm not going to feel fulfilled. Whatever that is, then that probably is your life's calling. If you're unsure, you've got to connect with somebody who is spiritually matured who can help you, uh, you through a short, quick process of discovering what that calling is. For me, when I was at that place of trying to discover what God wanted to do in my life, I literally had to go on a seven-day fast. And so that may not be you, but just in case uh, you have considered that, especially at the top of the year, most churches um, in the month of January are doing, they're doing some type of consecration. They may be doing the 21-day Daniel's fast or uh, 30 days of fasting, 31-day different ways, you know, of fasting some or maybe uh, not eating a meal until 6 p.m., or they're eating one meal a day, maybe eating at lunch, or they're not, or they're not eating, uh, uh, they're, not, uh, they're excluding certain things from their um, daily di- uh, diets uh, each day, like meat, sweets, pastries, soft drinks, uh, whatever that might be. So if that's you and you need to consecrate yourself, you may want to consider doing a fast. And on that fast, you may ask God to reveal to you what's your life purpose, what's your calling. You know, and again, you have to get into the Word. And if you really, what I had to do when I did that seven-day fast, I got into the Word and I started studying the scriptures that were um, that were on calling, called, uh, gifts, um, leadership, uh, preaching, teaching. I was, so when I did that seven-day fast, I studied for seven days scriptures on those different areas because I knew that I was being pulled in the area of ministry. So I had to study what the scriptures had to say about teaching, preaching, helps, spiritual gifts, uh, wisdom. That was one of the uh, the main things that I prayed for. I can remember this was back in the 80s under Bishop Paul Morton at Greater St. Stephen's. On Tuesday night we had what we call prayer and deliverance service. And so after a little short exhortation or teaching, uh, there were different lines in the church that you could get in based on, you know, based on what you needed prayer for. There was a financial line, financial uh, increase line. There was a healing line. There was a spiritual gifts line uh, and some other type lines. And when one day I actually went to the spiritual gift line because I had already studied on wisdom. And so uh, most people were praying for the gift of tongues. They were praying for uh, the gift of healing, the gift of uh, knowledge, and all those kinds of things, prophecy. And so I, got, I said, I want the gift of wisdom. Because what I discovered from studying wisdom was, without wisdom, you can mishandle the rest of the gifts. But with, with wisdom, you can flow in all of them, if God is, if it's will for you. Because wisdom is the practical application of anything and everything that governs your life. And so I prayed for wisdom uh, because I had read um, uh, uh, where he, he said, you know, God, give me wisdom to govern your people. And so I prayed for wisdom because that's what I wanted, because I realized that I could be a loose cannon without wisdom. But with wisdom, I could be disciplined 
in my in my calling. And so that's what I pray for. And so you may need to do that is pray for the, the gift of wisdom and ask God to reveal to you what it is that he has assigned you uh, to do. So when you talk about life purpose and when you talk about getting your, uh, your, your, yourself together, it's really about understanding and knowing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. And then once you know it, it's about incorporating it into all the things that you do um, all the time. You know, you have to be willing to do it every day. And what I mean by that is when you live your life on purpose, when you live your life according to God's will, it's living that way every day. You you don't live uh, on purpose on Monday and decide on Tuesday you want to get sidetracked. And then on Wednesday you think you'll pick purpose back up. And then on Thursday and Friday you put, you're sidetracked again, you put purpose down. Well, I only want to live on purpose on Sundays. I want to live purposefully on Mondays only. No, when you're getting yourself together and you say, I want to live my life's purpose or I want to live my calling, you have to be willing to commit to living it every day. Period. You have to be doing something every day or living it every day about uh, related to whatever it is that God has called you uh, to do. You have to be optimistic about it. You know, uh, this process of getting um, yourself together is not always a fun process because when you really do some self-discovery, you might find some areas of, in your, of your life that you were trying to hide or you had put on the back burner and just didn't want to deal with it. You know, there may be some areas that you know are supposed to change, but you just didn't want to go through the process of change because you knew that if I learn to forgive, then I'm going to have to go back into the recesses of my mind and start forgiving some of those events and some of those people that I really don't want to forgive right now. So you really have to be optimistic about um, changing and optimistic about getting yourself together. You know, you have to do it without doubting. You have to do it without any hesitation. You know, you have to make a commitment to actually getting yourself together. And then you have to leave no room for distraction. Like I said, this is intentional. This is intentional, and it's going to be intense. So no room for distraction. If if, if you're serious about this year doing something different, you cannot let anything come in that will take you off focus. Clarity is going to be the key to answer everything that it, that you need uh, answered and that it's going on in your mind, any questions you have that's floating in your mind or in your spirit, it's clarity that's going to give you the answer. And you can only get clarity when you get focused and when you become optimistic. If there are any doubts about getting yourself together, any doubts about change, any doubts about this being a better year for you, then you, are go- you will have a problem with actually doing what you say that you want to do. All right? You must be optimistic and you cannot leave any room uh, for distractions when, you th- when you're talking about getting um, uh, yourself together and living uh, life on purpose. You have to get rid of all of your negative thoughts. And, uh, you know, I mentioned that earlier. You have to get rid of those negative thoughts. As a man thinks, so is he. You have to get rid of the negative thoughts. And you got to get rid of things that waste your time. So if you really think um, serious about getting yourself together, you have a lot of things on the agenda that are time wasters, then you have to get rid of those things that actually waste your time and keeps you from achieving your goals and your desires and your dreams this year. You know, um, every time something comes in and it wastes your time, it's not just wasting your time that it is doing. It's not just wasting your time. What it's really doing is wasting your opportunity to do what you want to do. So if talking on the phone, 
a lot is wasting your time, you have to cut back on talking on the phone. Because it's not just wasting your time, it's also wasting the opportunity that you have to actually achieve your goal. If watching television is wasting your time, then you've got to stop watching TV or cut back a lot on watching television. Because it's not just wasting your time, it's also wasting opportunities for you to achieve your goals and get what you want to get this year and do what you want to do. So any time wasters that are in your life, you're going to have to get rid of them or you have to minimize them a lot. You really will have to uh, put them on the back burner. You don't want anything to waste your time that would actually keep you from actually living the life that God intends for you to live. You must stay on track if you're going to get yourself together. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. You're going to have to stay on track, and you're going to have to be motivated to get yourself together this year. You're going to all you have to uh, be determined. You have to stay determined. I am determined to make sure that I achieve my goals this year. I'm determined to make sure that my business goes to, a next, to the next level, that I start my business, that I start in ministry, or that I go to the next level in ministry, that I do better on my job, that I uh, strengthen my family uh, life, and that I uh, embrace my family more and love them uh, in a more uh, sincere way, whatever is needed. I, I am determined this year that I'm going to be a better person than I've been in the past. And so I'm determined to do that, and that means that I'm willing to be motivated by it and willing to keep going. It may become a little hard. It may even become a little challenging. I may have to cry a few tears. Um, I may have to just um, connect with some things and some people that I've been connected with and connected to for a very long time, but I'm going to have to uh, stay on track and, um, and let happen what happens. And you remember, the key thing is to know your desires. What are your desires? You know, so if you're going to stay motivated, you have to know what it is that you want to become motivated about. So what are your desires? Write those life goals down, uh, the life goals and your uh, passions down. Put them on paper. Put them where you can see them. Work on them every day. You know, you may have to go back and say, you know what, I know I put this down on the paper, but hmm, I don't really think I want to do this. I think I want to do something else. You know, this I just put this down. It's interesting, but it's not something that I really have to do. And then you're going to have to become disciplined. That's going to be the key, and that's the purpose of the challenge is to get you to a place of becoming disciplined You and, um, in many different areas of your life and in some unique ways that you're going to have to become disciplined. One unique way you're going to have to become disciplined is you have to look at your, discipline yourself to look at your goals every day. Whatever you've written down on the, on the paper or the exercises or the assignments that you've done where you have to list your goals, list your passion, uh, list, your, uh, list your comfort uh zone stretching goals, you're going to have to become disciplined to look at them every day. And that's going to take a lot. You know, it's important that if you're going to achieve something that you want, you actually have to develop a discipline uh, for that. And so, um, you, and the discipline helps you to give direction to your life. All right. So if you know, if you're looking at your goals every day, you discipline yourself to look at them every day. You're what that discipline is going to do, it's going to give you some direction. Because in, when you're writing out those goals, if you are following us in the full challenge or um, uh, when I give you uh, access to some of the, the uh, handouts and assignments uh, in the full challenge, when you're, when you're working on those challenges, uh, those goals, you will find out that when you have to detail them out, you're going to get direction. 
You know, if you say, um, I want to build a house this year, that's a goal. Okay, it's there. But when you have to go back over those that goal and look over it and then detail it, when you start writing the details on I want to build a house, what's going to happen is when you write the details out, you're actually going to write out the, the steps that you need to take to make it happen. And when you look back over what you've written out, it's going to be direction in there. There are going to be some directions in there that's going to teach you or show you how to get the house built. Okay, so whatever steps that is, they may be, whatever they are, you're gonna have, it's going to be in there when you detail that goal out. So this year you want to do more than just say, you know, I want to lose weight, you know, or something that says I want to lose 10 pounds by February 28th. You want to do more than that this year when you write those goals down. You want to detail your goals. I want to lose 10 pounds by February 28th. That's the goal itself. Then you're going to come back and you're going to detail those goals. I'm going to do this by developing a better healthy eating habit. I'm going to cut back on carbs. I won't eat bread uh, for the next two months. I will make sure that I eat, uh, that I stay within the 1,200 to 1,500 calories per day range, you know, uh, you could, the details will give you the direction that you need to take in order to make that to achieve that goal. So if I want to lose pound ten pounds by de, um, February the twenty eighth, when I come back after I've written that goal down and I write out the details, then I'm going to specifically say how I'm going to lose the twenty eight pounds. I'm going to lose it by uh, cutting back on by developing a. a, a a more disciplined and healthier eating habit. I'm going to cut back on this, cut back on that. I won't drink sodas, whatever it is. And when you go back and look at the details of that goal, you're going to see the direction is in there. That's why discipline is so important. If you want to do it big this year, you want to do it better this year, you will have to develop a discipline in your life to follow the directions that are going to help you to achieve and attain your goals this year. And you've got to stay – you. Uh, let me rephrase it. I'm talking like I'm talking to friends. Well, you are my friends, but you must stay focused uh, this year. And when you do it, you've got to concentrate. Concentration is the key to staying motivated. A lot of people lose their momentum by February 28th. They lose it by the second month of the year. So you will have to, you must uh, stay focused. Concentration is key if you're going to do it big this year. If you, um, uh, if, if you allow things to distract you, um, you will not be able to fulfill what it is, your goals, or to attain your goals. And if you do find yourself getting sidetracked, catch yourself, bring yourself back in, get re- realigned, get refocused. You know, you, gotta, you must stay motivated and you must stay focused. It's important that you concentrate. If you don't concentrate, you're going to lose interest. And when you lose interest, you're going to lose momentum. When you lose momentum, guess what happens? You put the goal down. Once you put the goal down on the table, guess what happens? That's where it stays, and you don't do it. And you know what happens? When I bump into you or talk to you three months from now, you're going to make excuses about why you're not working on it. Oh, i got so many, so many different things coming up. I, every time I turn around, something's going on. But you're never going to tell me you lost concentration, that you lost focus, that your concentration broke, something distracted you, and you didn't get refocused. You're not going to tell me that. You're going to, you, you're going to make me think that you have all of these life issues that surfaced at one time that you just couldn't put everything 110% um, into it. So you want to stay focused. And the key to that is knowing your purpose. When you know your purpose, you can honestly stay focused in this. And so it's very important 
that you live on purpose, that you know who you are, that you love uh, who God has um, created you to be, and that you uh, conquer your fears if you have any, uh, and that you uh, push yourself into being the very best uh, that God wants you to be, and you're going to have to commit to change, and you really, really will have to commit to getting yourself together. You know, and so before uh, we close, I want to give you uh, on each one of the shows, uh, the radio shows, I'm going to give you uh, a couple of simple ways to build your uh, confidence or to strengthen uh, your confidence. So that because a lot of that has to, you know, of us attaining what we want to attain each year. Every year we're saying the same thing and we find ourselves at the end of the year saying the same thing again. You know, I'm going to do better next year. So. I want to give you some things that will help you to strengthen your confidence so that you can be, um, uh, become uh, reassured within yourself that you can do whatever it is that you want to do this year. And I want you to, to um, write this scripture down, Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. We've all heard this scripture before. Uh, let me find it in my uh, Bible right quick, and we'll, I'll read it to you, and then I'll give you some ways to strengthen your confidence. But it's Philippians chapter 1, and it's verse 6. And we've all heard it before, and it reads, Being confident of this very thing, that he that began a good work in you will keep it, or will complete it, until the day of Jesus Christ. That's a great work that God has placed on the inside of you. And if you're going to do greater works, you will have to stay focused. You will have to change some things. You will have to get yourself together. You will have to be motivated. You have to make sure you're pursuing the right desires and the right passions. And you will have to do some things to make it happen. It's not going to fall out the sky. Now, some opportunities or some doors of opportunity may open, avail themselves or open uh, open up for you unexpectedly. But if you're not ready you will not even cross the threshold of those doors. You will not. You will justify it by saying, oh, the devil tried to trick me, or I wasn't ready yet, it wasn't my season. Get yourself together this month. Start getting yourself together because there are some doors of opportunity that God's going to open for you that if you don't get yourself together now, when those doors open, you will mistakenly not walk through those doors and you will miss one of the greatest moments of your life. A lot of you are praying for bigger, better, doing it bigger, doing it better, advancing, making more money, becoming more lucrative, opening up things, starting things, you know, uh, improving relationships and all of this. But we don't spend time with getting ourselves together. All we talk about is what we want to see change, what we want to see happen, what we want to start. But we don't um, uh Pull everything in and align it just right. The first thing before anything happens, I have to get myself together. I have to make sure my mindset is right. I have to make sure that my conversations are right. I have to make sure that my hearing is not dull, that my hearing is sharp and attentive. I have to make sure my vision, does not, that my sight is not blinded by scales, but I'm seeing clearly that clarity is clarity is number one in my life. It's dominant in my life. I am clear, crystal clear on what it is I'm supposed to be doing or what God wants me to do. I'm crystal clear about what my goals are to be, are to be this year. I'm crystal clear 
on how I am to achieve those goals. And becoming clear and getting clarity all has to do with getting yourself together. So when you're getting yourself together, things should become clearer. Your vision should become clearer. Uh, When Jesus healed the blind man, he had to touch him twice. The first time he touched him, he said, what do you see? He said, I see people that look like trees walking around. So it means that Jesus touched him, and he, he restored his sight, but his sight was not completely restored. But it was, a sto- it was restored enough for him to see something. So a lot of you see something, but it's not clear what you actually see, or your sight is distorted. So if you want clarity, you want it crystal clear. When Jesus touched him the second time, his vision was clear. He saw people that looked like people. So this year, when you get yourself together, if you want to attain your goals, your clarity, the clarity has to be your your clarity, clarity has to be in your life. Your vision has to be clear. When you look at that goal, when you write it, you have to see the right goals. They have to be clear, crystal, crystal clear goals for this year. Period. Your vision has to be sharp. Your ears have to be uh, attuned to hear. Uh, in the spirit realm, I call it going between the lines. You have to be able to hear in the spiritual realm. And you have to be able to recognize the move of God in your life. When God is opening doors, when he's closing doors. When opportunities are in front of you, when you should be still. You have to discipline yourself for this year while you're going through this challenge. Discipline yourself to be able to know when to move, when to be still, when to take a step, when not to take a step. And most importantly, when to launch out into the deep. Because when it's time for you to go into the deep, that means that God has a great catch for you. So you cannot sit back on the bank complaining, talking about what happened last year, who didn't help you, and why you didn't get anywhere, and what's going on. No. While you're on the bank, get your provisions ready, clean your nets, make sure they're mended, do whatever you have to do to get yourself together. Um, Make sure you're together because when it's time to launch out, you will not have time to mend your net. You won't have time to get the debris out that was caught in your net from the last launch. You won't have time to do all of that. You have, when it's time to launch out into the deep, the only thing that you will have time to do is to let your nets down for the catch. And you can go out into the deep if you want to with, with broken nets, with unclean nets, and what's going to happen is when you pull your net up from the deep waters, you will have five fish when you should have had 50,000 fish because you left something undone. You didn't take care of it when you should have taken care of it. And when you get out on the waters, that's not the time to clean the net. The net should be clean before you launch out into the deep. So while you're back on the bank, on the surface, they still got a little water around the surface. Still be, you, you can still do some fishing on, from the bank. But while you're still doing the little fishing on the bank, get your provisions ready. Do what you need to do for when it's time to launch out. Make sure your goals are clear. Know, know what, what water you're supposed to go into. You know, hey, you know, where am I launching out into the deep? You know, where, am I gonna, where, is my, where are my deep waters? Where am I supposed to go to let my nets down? So make sure you get yourself together. So let me give you some ways to strengthen um, your confidence. You know, and uh, some of these uh, might be a little difficult for some people. It depends. Again, it goes back to what I said at the beginning of the show. It all depends on how you see yourself and the type of love that you have for yourself. Some people are not where they uh, should be or could be because of how they see uh, uh, what they think about themselves and 
the negative thoughts that they have about themselves, allow other people to continuously get over on them, continuously put them down, continuously take advantage of them. It causes them to continuously be um, less fortunate uh, than they should be. So the number one thing I want to tell you for tonight, I'm going to give you a couple of, maybe three. But the first one is, if you're going to get yourself together this year and you want to make sure your confidence is where it is, being confident of this very thing that he that begun a good work in you will perform it or complete it until the day of Christ. The num- One of the things that you want to do is you want to stick up for yourself. Instead of allowing others to overpower you, stand up for your rights and stand up for your beliefs. All right. When you know that God has shown you what you're going to do, stand up for it. Okay. When you say, I'm believing God, stand up for it. Stand up for your belief. When you say, I trust God, stand up for that. Don't let anybody discourage you and tell you, oh, you're taking your spiritual, you're taking that spiritual stuff too far. You know, you need, you know, mm -mm. no, stick up for yourself. Don't let others overpower you. Stand up for your rights and stand up for what you believe in, period. So number one is stick up for yourself, and number two, believe in yourself. You get yourself, while you're getting yourself together uh, through this challenge, believe in yourself. Make the extra effort to look at yourself in the mirror and truly believe that you can accomplish anything. When you look in that mirror at yourself, you should see who God created. You should see yourself through the eyes of God, period. You don't want to see yourself through anything else. Look in the mirror and say, um, I truly believe that I can accomplish anything, especially the things that God has purposed for me to accomplish. So you number two, believe in yourself. And then number three, which is very important, ask for help. While you're going through this challenge, if you're going through this challenge with us, I said it in the Facebook group, you need an accountability partner and you need help, period. You got to seek help from others. You know, you have to draw on the expertise of others. You have to pull on the spiritual maturity and growth of others. You, uh, you know, because there are some areas that you may lack knowledge in that they have the knowledge in. So rather than sit back thinking that nobody wants to help you, want to ask for it. Ask for it. Everybody's not going to help you. I can tell you right now. They're not. You're going to ask them. They're gonna t- some people will tell you flat no. Some people are going to say, okay, let me get back with you. And I get back with you never occurs. Some people will tell you yes, and they will only give you one small piece of a nugget. You know, why people do that, I'm just unsure. But they'll they'll give you a little piece of a nugget, and that's what they're going to consider helping you. But then there are going to be some people who are assigned to help you. And when you ask for the help without a second thought, without any hesitation whatsoever, because they're on assignment from God, they're going to give you exactly what you need. So if it's knowledge you need, they're going to empower you with knowledge. If it's resources you need, they're going to give you resources. They're going to give you exactly what you need, period. So keep in mind when you ask for help, you have some people who are going to tell you flat no. You have some people who are um, they're going to tell you, I'll get back with you, never call you back. Then you have the people who are going to say, oh, sure, I'll help you, and they're going to give you a little nugget, and that's it. Just a small piece of nugget, and the best one ever is going to be the one who's on assignment. You're going to ask for help. They're going to help you, and that's going to be everything you need right there. So you may have to go through a few people, 
to get to the one that's been assigned to you. But don't become discouraged. Continue to be motivated. Continue to speak to you, uh, uh, speak it in the atmosphere. To continue to to uh, strengthen your belief system. You know, continue to have faith confessions. I am more. I'm, I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. God, you know, I know the plans that you have for my life. God, I trust you with my life. I trust you with my. Uh, I trust your plans for my life. God, you know all about me. You made me. You know the intricate, delicate parts of my being. So I know you. So, God, I desire and uh, uh, have a desire to be led by your spirit so I can be called one of your children. And I know that you will perfect those things that concern me. So it may take you a couple of people to get to the one that's assigned to you, but don't become uh, discouraged or lose motivation. Continue to push. Continue to ask until you get the yes that you want until you get meet the person that has been assigned to help you. That's going to be uh, key uh, for your life. So speak up for stick up for yourself. Um, uh, believe in yourself and ask for help. Those are the three that I'll give you on uh, tonight's call. That's how you build your confidence. Stick up for yourself, and you can do that without being rude. You can do that without being belligerent. You can do that without being ungodly. You can do that in a godly way. Ask God to give you, um, I said maybe um, on a radio show, one, uh, one of the radio shows last year or a teleseminar I did last year, I said ask God to give you, a pre, uh, uh, give, you, um, pre, uh, give you some pre-scripted answers to certain questions and comments so that you already have in your spirit what you need to say to certain things that are being said to you. So ask God to give you, uh, a response before you even experience it anymore this year, give you the the words to say to certain things that are that are, to a certain statements to certain questions, give you the answer before it even is said to you or asked you or asked of you. So you've got to stick up for yourself. You've got to believe in yourself, and you must ask for help. No man is an island. We're in this thing together. So even if it's a situation where you're trying to um, you got people coming at you saying negative things and you don't know how to handle that issue, then call somebody who's spiritually mature and to ask them for help. Say, how do I respond to this person? How do I how do I stop this? You know, so make sure that you do that. So I want to thank you uh, so much for tuning into this premiere show. Again, it's going to be 25 um, days of coaching and empowerment to help you get yourself together. This show was a little longer because it was the premiere show. It is the premiere show. And um, so some of the shows will be in the morning time, some of the shows will be in the afternoon, and then some of the shows will be in the evening. And the reason that I'm doing that is because I know you have some people work at night, and it's it's better for them to listen to a morning show. Some people uh, are in the um, in the afternoon, like around lunchtime or whatever, they're on their lunch break, maybe sitting in their cars or at the park or wherever, and they can actually tune in and listen, you know, um, while um, – they're having lunch or just getting taking a break away from work or business or whatever, you know. And so just like the challenge is in three different places on Facebook, um, WordPress blog, uh, which is if you're on WordPress, you can find me under Ginger London. Um, and also on this, uh, the Blog Talk Radio got the, the challenge in three different places. So I decided for the radio shows to have to have different, uh, more, have some morning shows, some afternoon shows, and some evening shows. And there will also be some um, 
teleseminars that are occurring. So when I post a radio show, if a teleseminar is that day, I'll try to make sure that I post it in the uh, write-up on Blog Talk Radio so you can know uh, where to go, or I'll send you to the website so you can get the call-in information and the call-in details for um, the tele the telecalls. So thank you once again so much for tuning in. As usual, we're going to close with prayer. Um, there will be a replay, so if you know somebody who missed it or you want to hear it again, you'll be able to come back. If you're listening by Internet, you can use the exact same link to hear it. Um, and if you're listening by phone, if you're a part of the Facebook group or if you're on Facebook, I'll post the replay with the link and I'll leave it out there. And all you have to do is click the link and it will bring you back to the replay page and you'll be able to hear the, the, the show again. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you on this evening. I bless your name, O oh God, because you're worthy to be praised. Now, Father, I just thank you right now that everyone who has an ear to hear on tonight will be not just hearers but doers of your word and of this challenge, Lord God. Thank you for everyone who's uh, desiring to get themselves together this year. I pray that you give them supernatural empowerment so that they can achieve every. Uh, make some achievements every step step of the way throughout this challenge. And, Father, that they would even be amazed themselves of how um, uh, the change, the, as their change occurs in their lives, that they will be amazed uh, with themselves, Lord God. Thank you for every dream, for every vision, for every passion. I pray that they stay motivated, Lord God, and that everything that you've shown them and purpose for their lives will come to pass this year before the year is out, that some will even see doors of opportunity before January is out, Lord God. Thank you for being the God that you are, a God that perfects those things that concern us. Thank you for watching over us. Thank you for having higher thoughts than our own thoughts. And thank you for knowing the plans that you have for each and every one of our lives. In the name of Jesus, we honor you. We bless your name. Amen. Good night, everybody. I'll talk to you on tomorrow. Thank you.